Hey guys, and welcome back to Mujeres at Rock. I am, if you cannot hear it on my voice, I am so tired. <laughs> and I took a nap today, actually, for like, I don't even know how long, it was like an hour maybe. But anyways, that's besides the point. I'm excited to bring you guys the second episode of season two. Um... I had the pleasure of speaking with Nakia. Um, I don't personally know her. I actually know of her because of my, through my college, I guess, through my college years. Um, she participated in a beauty pageant that we went to, and by we, I, um, my husband and I, and some of my sorority sisters, um, and yeah, ever since then, I've been following her, uh, kept up with her, kept up with everything, that, all the great things that she has been doing since then. Um, and now, you know, a graduate working, has, has a corporate career and just amazing woman all in general. Um, she's a woman of faith. She... Um, is a newlywed um she pulled off a wedding during covid time so that's just if you could do that you really could do anything um and so that is why we actually decided to do a part two so today's episode as you read on the title is part one where we do touch a little bit on her wedding and um, how we met and her college experience and stuff and well really just the pageant but we touch a little bit on that but we also talk about her career and we decided to do a part two which is going to be next week on her wedding so how she ended up pulling off a wedding during a pandemic um like literally right in the middle of it like you know we were in our homes uh I can't even remember if it was like during the time that we were on curfew or not but yeah she ended up doing having her wedding um and so yeah I decided like when we were recording, I decided to do a part two. I was like, we're running out of time. Um, and I would love to have you back on. So, yeah, it actually ends that way. And, you know, we'll close off, like, episode or part one and uh, part two next week. Not this week, so next week. So, um, yeah, but, I mean, she gives great advice if you're looking into going into the corporate world you know some great tips uh and overall advice on what to kind of expect um if you are a woman um a minority woman and if you're wanting to go into a field that is predominantly you know male um so i loved our conversation i really admire this person um she has just been 
so graceful with everything that she does on social media and you know um through i guess everything on how social media is coming up and you know um what people share she has stayed what i believe is very true to herself um and just shown this graceful person that she is and um has also shared a lot of great tips and tricks on social media uh for within her with her career and you know being engaged um getting married being a newlywed so i i just enjoy watching her stories um reading you know her posts that she posts with her pictures um so yeah i hope that you guys enjoy this episode i was a little bit nervous because like she is a cool person even though she may not think so she is a really cool person on ig so i was a little bit nervous i was talking a lot and typically when i talk a lot it's because i'm nervous but um you know we were kind of bouncing off our nerves off of each other i guess you could say but i think i was a little bit more nervous um so yeah i hope that you guys enjoy this episode i will have you know all her um information links igs on the what is it notes to this episode i can't even think straight guys i'm so sorry but yeah i'll have everything linked down um on the notes and if you guys have any questions you know definitely you guys can reach out to me reach out to her um and yeah i hope that you guys enjoy this and i will talk to you guys soon Thank you so much for coming on Mujeres at Rock. Um, I I was a little, I'm not going to lie. I've been a little bit nervous all day and kind of like, I think my demeanor is a little bit different today because I'm, I don't know, for some reason I feel shy, but maybe it's because I, you know, I just follow you and we haven't really had a conversation, which with other people I still haven't had conversations, but I just really look up to you, to you and your page, Nakia. I, um, you show a lot of great content on there, um, and yeah, like I've been following you since I don't even know the year. Okay, it had to be two thousand thirteen, probably, right? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so I've I've been following Nakia since two thousand and thirteen. Um, for everyone out there listening, she has been, um, she, we went to the same college, uh, Kennesaw State University, and I came across, like, her, knowing of her through a beauty pageant that she was in, and, um, she actually won, which she was our favorite, like, the audience, I think you won, okay, let me not jump ahead, but th- this is how I know Nakia, <laughs> um, she, she was in the beauty pageant uh she was definitely like my favorite um i loved everything that she did up on stage um how she presented herself her answer like i was just like wow this is just amazing um and yeah i've been following her since then i've 
actually messaged you. I'm pretty sure you get a lot of messages, but I messaged you. You have responded to me. So, yeah, this is how I know of Nakia. Thank you again so much for coming on. I know that was like kind of semi long intro. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. And I'm so glad that she said that you were a little nervous because now I know I'm in good company because <laughs> I've been a little just like tor- like itchy all day. And really? yeah, this is actually my first podcast that I've ever done. So I'm so happy to be doing it with you. And I'm just really honored. So thank you for the opportunity. No, thank you. I, I actually went to the store and I'm like, I always feel this itch to like push back conversations. And then I'm like, no, I need to stop doing that because like then people are going to be like, oh, well, she, you know, pushed it back on me or now unless something comes up, then yeah. But um, yeah, like I, I was like, no, I need to go home, do this because I actually like I did. I went to two stores. I actually went to Linux while like earlier today. Um, but it was like a quick in and out. So yeah, no, yeah. thank you for allowing, you know, me to ask you these questions or that are coming up. Um, I hope it's going to run smooth. It's going to run smooth. I think it's just because, you know, it's the beginning, but it will run smooth. Um, the first question though, that I like to ask is, and this can be like broad or as specific as you would like for it to be. It, Really, just whatever comes to mind. Um, and that is, okay. what is, what is your magic, Nakia? What is my magic? Oh, such a broad question. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So honestly, and it's such a politically correct answer, but it's the truth. Like, I really feel like my magic is just, it's just like loving God and, and doing what. Um, he leads me to do. Um, I really feel like if I look at things that I have initiated to do on my own, like, oh, Nakia, you, you're this, you're that, you're black girl magic, you can do it. But it's not something that, you know, was the Lord's will for me. It tends to go like, womp, womp. Like, it's it's like not that great. Um, but when I really set my mind on doing, understanding, like, what my purpose is and what God wants to do through me, things end up going great. Like even that pageant you just mentioned, like that was something that I would have never thought to do. I have I have no pageant background at all or anything. Um, it wasn't in my own strength at all. It was just something that I really feel like God just kind of placed in my lap and I just kind of did it and it worked. So that is what I would say my magic is just doing what, the Lord um, leads me to do and just trying to understand my purpose. Wow. That, that is okay. I, I don't, you're like, this is going to be so politically correct, (laughs) but I wasn't expecting (laughs) that, but I, I feel like that just, it just shows though who like, I guess, you know, me follow looking at it from like the outside in. um, I think it's, it represents you so well though um like on your instagram uh just with everything that you do and that's funny that you said about the pageant that you had no pageant background because i'm not gonna lie you look like a pageant girl like 
we were like, oh, she's probably done so many pageants. Like, we were definitely, you know, I guess, like, once you're there in a pageant and obviously we're not the ones judging you, but, you know, you do have people, like, from the audience there and they are judging people. And, I mean, as soon as, I want to say we got there, we got there before it started and, but, like, as soon as you came out and... You know the way that you presented yourself every like i remember me and my other sorority sisters and my husband we were like she's gonna win she just looks like she <laughs> has done so many pageants before um and just like how elegant and like i i, I feel like there's a word that i want to say but i just don't know the word um like when you answered your question that they asked you I mean, we were just kind of like, wow. Like, you kind of had a different view from the other girls. So it, it was just very, you were definitely the audience's favorite. Because I think, did you win the audience favorite and the pageant as well? I actually didn't win the audience favorite. And <laughs> I, I didn't even understand the purpose of that because the audience <laughs> vote has nothing to do with whether you win the pageant or not. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to even focus on that because, you know, I'm probably not the most popular person here anyway. I'm just trying to get the judges to score me high so I can win. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I appreciate you guys voting for me look you got like five votes from us for the audience favorite okay like like my husband was like down going down the line he was like guys make sure you vote for so-and-so number so-and-so and i was like we know that's our favorite like we're already talking about it but he's just like such a dad that he was like this is how we're gonna vote and we all send it in like he's like because if not they may not even get it he's like let me send it first then we'll go down and i'm like oh my god why are you saying this stuff to us like just vote how you want to vote. <laughs> Pass off to your husband. <laughs> like, that is, like, I'm pretty sure it was you all and my mom and my dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's great. Thank well, <laughs> that's funny that you say that because I could have sworn you were the favorite. Like, I mean, Nakia, I remember you wearing a white dress. You did wear a white dress, right? You, mm-hmm. and yeah. then I Okay, one thing, actually, no, I do remember your talent. Your talent was dancing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, and I'm just, like, I remember, like, our, when you, I for, I even forgot the question, and I don't even know why I'm focused so much on this, but when they asked you the question, <laughs> like, our jaws dropped because we were like, wow, like, she is just great. So that's funny that you say you didn't win. I mean, it's funny because, like, I definitely thought you won, the audience favorite and now you I'm like making you reminisce this and you're like no <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not like I think the audience favorite I can't even remember who it was but it was definitely like a very like I mean I get like popular girls in college is different from high school but she was very well known and very well liked so I had kind of in my mind I, I already knew like I was not gonna go you can't go for everything like, that was yeah. one thing I was not gonna go for <laughs> but um yeah like when they announced who the like when they were saying oh and the crowd favorite is like I was kind of checked out so I was like yeah it's definitely not me <laughs> <laughs> well just 
just FYI, you were our favorite. And I think, like, from that, you know, we, like, got some inspiration to do, like, our own, uh, we did a pageant, too, but it wasn't, like, a beauty pageant. It was more for a guy. So, I, I, I love that you, and this is one of the reasons, you know, um, why I, I stayed following you. Uh, you know, when you're in college, you obviously follow all these people that you come across or that you may meet or classmates that they're like, hey, are you on Instagram? But then once you're done with certain classes or a year or two, you unfollow people and stuff. But I've always kept following you because, again, the way that you just carried yourself, um, how involved you were, like you did take that pageant serious. And um, I know some people may like, fall off and stuff which is perfectly fine but how you also spoke and how you were very faithful and you're very about you know your faith like that comes like you could just tell that that comes first and obviously I I know it probably took a while um and but I I I just love that so much because you know you always through your pictures and through your stories on Instagram like you could just tell that you've always placed your faith on, you know, the Lord and Jesus and just how everything kind of like, again, this is just me looking at it from the outside in. Like, it, it yeah. just looks like how, it, it looks that as if, you know, things are just like falling on you, like the right things. And a lot of people may pray about these things, but there's obviously certain things that, they may not be doing um you know like when i hear certain girls talk about like prayer for a man um for a boyfriend and stuff and i just feel like your relationship uh, it's just so i i it's so amazing and i loved watching y'all's relationship yours and your husband's like journey you know, to get to where you are today, which by the way, is like an amazing and funny place where you guys are at now seeing it on Instagram. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, sure. I think that just your focus, you know, like you show that you can focus on a career, you can focus on a relationship and most importantly on your faith you know um i feel like you balance that so gracefully like there we go that's what i've been wanting i feel like you've just balanced <laughs> all of that so graceful gracefully like on social media and you've been very like obviously not open you don't share like you know certain things but i feel like on there you have been pretty open about all this you know and so and i think that those are three big things that some women out there want um, and probably don't have everything, you know, aligned correctly. Um, but I, 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 I think that, yeah, you, you, you're just, and I'm going to keep on saying this, like just <laughs> so amazing. Like I, I just love how thoughtful you are uh, on putting certain things out there for us to see on your social media and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And 
you know, that's why I wanted to bring you on here and talk about just everything in general. Um, sorry, my phone's like going off. So sorry. <laughs> um, don't yeah. So I, I, I love that. I love that. And, you know, I, I guess starting off, um, so you graduated or I guess we could talk about, you know, a little bit about you. I feel like I'm, I keep on talking a lot. I don't know. That may just be me because I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but look, look, we're in good company. We can bounce our nerves off of each other. Yes. <laughs> but I guess let's go in and talk a little bit about you and your background, you know, where you grew up, where you come from, uh, just anything that you would like to share with us today. Yeah, sure. So, well, first, just thank you for all the the kind words. Like, they those really do mean a lot to me. And I will find another way to get on your podcast whenever I have a bad day, just so we can I can be uplifted. But um, yeah, so I am from Atlanta, and uh, I always joke that I'm from the real Atlanta because you know people who live in like Stone Mountain, Lithonia, like they say, oh, I'm from the A. I'm like, no, you're not. You can travel to the A in like 20 minutes, but like you're not really from Atlanta. Um, but yeah, so I grew up in Atlanta. Um, I went to Kennesaw. We, we both went to this. Uh, Brenda and I both went to the same school. So, um, what year did you start, by the way? Like what? What? So I started 2012. Okay, so just one year after me. So we were there like almost the entire like same four years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I went to Kennesaw State, um, and then after that, I majored in information systems, uh, which is some schools they consider it a compete like a science or bachelor of science, but at Kennesaw it was a ba- um, a bachelor's of administration, so like a BA. Um, so I did that because I like technology, but I also didn't want to be like someone who just coded all the time. So I did that in the business school, um, graduated from college in 2015. Wow, I feel old. Um, <laughs> and then I did a, um, I, I took a job after that. I, so I've had a chance to travel. I lived in Paris for a while and then I came back to the States and now I'm here. Um, in Atlanta, so it's all full circle. Started in Atlanta, got a chance to move away, which I highly recommend. Like, if you get the ch- for anyone listening, if you get the chance to step outside of the environment that you grew up in, the people that you know, and doing something that's uncomfortable, a new environment. Like, man, we want to talk about growing up really fast. Like, I feel like I matured so much faster by living in different places, having to find my way and not having a built network around me. Um, but yeah, so and now I'm here in Atlanta. So I live now I live in Midtown. I've always wanted to live in the city. Um, so I finally get to do that now. But yeah, that that's a little bit about me. Oh my gosh. So okay. One, your Paris pictures. <laughs> amazing (laughs) amazing like and i feel like all your outfits fit in with the pictures too like i I don't know like your fashion for anyone listening out there you need to stop and go follow nakia on her social media because her like talk about fashionista like 
I don't know, you give me these, like, true fashionista vibes. Like, I, if you see her, you would probably think she works, like, doing fashion. Because <laughs> I thought, like, to be honest, I thought that's what you were going to go do. And, but, like, it, it, I, I feel like, like, again, you just surprised me at, like, all the great things, like, the companies that you work for. And, you know, we don't really have to, like, say who you work for, but, like, it's just amazing like just to see you know all these opportunities and kind of like how you said you were like i had to kind of build my own network and stuff and um i think that that's amazing because you show like a whole nother side of i guess like after graduation and stuff you know um yeah the leaving the networking um you know the companies that you have worked for and i know you actually you're part of a board at Kennesaw State, right? Yeah, um, it's called the Industry Advisory Board, and it's for the School of Computer Engineering. Which, like, when they started that board, I think I got a an invitation from the the dean of the school from LinkedIn, and I was I was so sure. I was like, "There's no way he meant to send this to me. Like, this was an accident." <laughs> Because I was looking at everyone else who was on the board and, you know, they're like presidents of their company and CEOs and CFOs and here here I come, you know, two years of college, you know, out of college and he's asking me to join and we're introducing ourselves and I'm they're saying, Oh, I'm, you know, uh, the senior leader of this or the product owner of that and I'm like, Hey, I'm a business analyst <laughs> I'm two years out of school. Um, so that was a, a huge, like, you know, growth opportunity as well, because I had to learn not to try to be, you know, anything that I wasn't and lean into the fact that, yes, I am two years out of school and realizing I could actually add value where a lot of those senior leaders of, the, of their companies couldn't because I was a recent grad from Kennesaw State. And I was able to bring the, the college perspective to the board. And I, I finally realized, like, a year later, oh, maybe that's why he brought me on. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, that was so many lessons learned from doing that as well. But, yeah, I'm still on the board. I mean, it's kind of a ghost town right now because of COVID. But, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do some stuff in the fall. Oh, that That's amazing because, yeah, I feel like everything right now is, like, a ghost town um yeah it's just I, I just hope you know I I just really hope that we're able to give back to like undergrads and stuff and one mm -hmm. one way or another um but yeah like I, I I think that's amazing like like I said I've probably watched you <laughs> like when I know your story's coming on I actually wait to watch your story to know like because I'm like okay I'm busy right now I can't just click through it like I need to really listen to it um <laughs> so I'll wait until like the end of the day when I know I'm gonna have time <laughs> to watch it yeah there was some stuff that you would say that was just hilarious and I'm like oh my god this is so funny but um <laughs> I I really enjoy watching and listening like I feel like, you know, obviously when we had more of a routine and we would go to work and we would have certain things happen at work, you know, you would get on and you would be like, you know, advice to the people out there. Like, can you just tell too? <laughs> so I, I really, really, really enjoy that. But 
I guess, can you go into a little bit more into like your work experience? Um, you know, mm-hmm. sharing, I guess, a little bit more about that for anyone out there that may be interested. Because for, for some reason, I, I, I guess like what you're in, um, your career, see, to me, not knowing, like I would call it like IT, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But that's just that's just me, cause I I guess I I don't really know like the lingo, certain yeah, words that, and stuff. That's... But that that is what it is, kind of sort of, right or no? Correct. Yeah. Cor- that, okay. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I can definitely share some more. Um, so, you know, when I when I was in high school, I'll back up a little bit because I love to tell people just how I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I knew that even though I'm a, I love to dance and everything, and I totally will not be the person to tell people to not follow their passions, but I'm also a very practical person. So I just looked at the odds, like number one, I wanted to be a classical dancer I would need to literally starve myself all the time because I'm naturally just have a little bit more meat on my bones so I knew I would have to do that I knew that I was going to have to audition for gig and gig and gig again and I don't take rejection well so I would probably be crying a lot um and so I just realized okay that's probably not the path for me I'll dance on the side but I chose to go into technology because um, it was just something that I kind of gravitated towards through, through my classes at, when I was in high school. Um, so when I graduated from college, I ended up going into a rotational program with, um, without disclosing the name of the company. It's a Fortune 5 company on the Fortune 500 list. So really huge global corporation. And they had a leadership program um, where you could you would come in the program as a full-time salaried IT professional, but every six months they would allow you to take on a different job so that you can kind of get a feel for what you want before you tie yourself down to it. Um, So I ended up doing my first rotation literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, It was in a really small town called Selmer, Tennessee, and it was so small that I could not find an apartment complex to live in because there were only two and nobody ever moved out of them because there was nowhere else to go. So I had to live in the next city, which was like 50 minutes away and commute to work every day. Um, But that was my first job in IT. I was basically the IT site leader of a manufacturing facility and I handle everything IT related from I can't log into my computer to there's a system down on the shop floor. We need, uh, we, need, we, need to, we need your help or doing data integrations. Like I did all that stuff. So it was a huge stretch. One, because I always saw the start of my career slaying in the office, wearing heels and nice outfits and everything. And it turned out to be the exact opposite because when you're working on the shop floor, you have to wear goggles and earplugs and these really ugly looking duck shoes. And I was like, this is not the glamorous office life that I thought I was going to have. Um, But I learned so much and the people were just very genuine, like, there are a lot of politics in the corporate space that I really just don't like at all. But working
working in a shop floor, you just work with a different type of person. They're a lot more humble. They don't have agendas. They just want to show up and do a good job and do their work. And I really like ended up crying when it was time to go. I was like, I don't want to go to the office. I don't want to go. So it was great. I loved it. I learned so much. Um, And then I went into my second rotation, which was in Houston, Texas. So um, a lot more vibrant, a lot more things to do there. Um, I did cybersecurity, which I always thought I was going to love, but I actually hated it. Um, It just sounded really sexy and top secret and fun, but it was not that at all. Um, So one year out of college and still really didn't know what I wanted to do. Third rotation, I got to go to Paris, France. So I was working on a data analytics project um, and just like figuring out ways to automate Um, analyzing data, putting some data validation rules in place to clean data so that people around the business could trust it um, and visualize it on a phone or a tablet, making data more accessible and easier to use. Um, And so that is where I really began to thrive. Like I really liked taking data and visualizing it and doing analytics and things like that. So I got familiar with Tableau and got familiar with how to build queries and SQL and things like that. Um, and, and that's kind of where I started to, to really enjoy my work. Then I ended up leaving that company, and I now work at another company here in Atlanta, um, and I'm a systems analyst, and basically I support supply chain, and we do um, systems that support the restaurant. So it's in the restaurant industry, completely different. Um, but with this job, I really love it because – I get to go to the restaurant and visit it, and we actually have to go work in the restaurant even as IT professionals so that we can understand the challenges and complexities of the people that work on site in the restaurant and then go back to the office and then say, okay, how can we make their lives easier? What technologies can we put in the restaurant to make it smart? So like you think about a smart house where you have Alexa and all of these um, automated systems and light bulbs and all that like kind of translating that to the restaurant so that they can cook their food more efficiently they can have data and analytics running in the background so that's what I do and it's, it's really like a bridge between um, your your developers the people who are actually coding and making the applications and the business user which could be in supply chain or finance or accounting I'm kind of the bridge in between that. So I will go to the stakeholder in the business and say, hey, what's your need? And then kind of translate that need into a backlog of items that a developer would work on. Um, So I like to think of myself as the person that kind of brings those two worlds together. But I really like it. Um, It challenges me. And I also get to keep my business acumen pretty sharp by working with different areas of the business. So Yep, I've been in that space. I've come up on my two-year anniversary, and I I guess, like, what, almost five years in the corporate space since I graduated. So it's been quite the journey. Still have a lot to learn, but I'm enjoying it. That's that's amazing, Nakia. And (laughs) I've watched, like, for anyone out there, really, that's listening, that wants to get into a profession so 
to me, like, everything that you're saying, you know, obviously, like, some words I don't understand or I don't know of, but I do work in a plant. Um, we are a production plant. Um, and by production, I mean, like, renting out uniforms and also, like, selling hand sanitizers, all these things. So, yeah, I I know some of the words that you're talking about. Um, we're not that advanced, though, you know, where... We have, like, we literally have to call in IT. Um, we used to have an IT little area, but now we just have to call them. Um, mm -hmm. But you, I, I definitely see the growth. And, um, I mean, the two companies that you work for, and, okay, do not think I am, like, a stalker. I just love doing research on people. And, obviously, now that <laughs> I have to know, like, one things really stick to me all the time like so i just always kind of remember i'm not good with names but i'm really good at remembering like your face and what you do and if i've seen ever really anything like on social media that you have said or done so for anyone listening out there i will remember mostly everything um <laughs> and but i've just seen that growth of you um and at the two companies that you worked at or now, currently now working in the previous one amazing companies um you know and i i think that anyone out there that's wanting to grow in that corporate field um and want more experience on certain things i definitely recommend those like like you said we call it a um pt a management training program uh, which is similar to yours, uh, where, you know, the rotations and, um, and then at the end, I guess, like, they either, you finish the program and they may offer you or if you decide to apply to stay there. Um, so we do have that as well. But I, I think that what everything that you have said, it's um, so true and so inspiring really for anyone out there listening uh that may want to grow in their field and you could definitely hear it in your voice that you have a passion for what you do um again i have absolute no idea of anything like it um it, which is funny because you posted something the other day <laughs> on social media and you were like if you think you are like an IT export <laughs> or like a, a what um oh my god what did you call it which I have called like myself that too <laughs> and I'm like oh my god I am not at all like what I thought I was <laughs> um I forgot the word oh god I can't uh a tech like a techie yes yes which I yeah. thought that was hilarious because I was like <laughs> I'm like, I'm over here thinking, and like, just everything that you said right now, I was like, yeah, not at all, <laughs> not at all, what I think, like, well, you know, there are levels to it, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean you're not one, <laughs> I mean, when it comes to like, like, Apple, which, uh, to be honest, I, like, when my Microsoft at work goes down, like, I was like, I'm just like, I always call on my coworker. I'm like, hey, can you come help me? Because I don't know what happened. Or even the printer, which I may be a little lazy to fix the printer. 
And I just always call my coworker, and he's like, "Don't worry, we got it, we got it." And he's like, "All right, Re- Brenda, we're ready to we're ready to roll. It's up and running." And I'm like, "Thanks." <laughs> but I just don't want to have to deal with it. So technically, I cannot call myself a techie. God. You know. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I have to call people to fix my laptop or my printer too because that's like one of the biggest things that. You know, people think that people in IT do, but a lot of times they don't. Like, I'll be in a meeting with someone from supply chain, and, like, if they're trying to plug their laptop up to share their screen and it's not working, everyone's like, Nakia, can you fix it? <laughs> and, like, I keep telling them, I was like, I'm IT, not AV. Like, those are two different things. Oh, my and God. so, like, so, like, when, like, yeah. It happens to, like, everyone in IT where, like, like if you want me to fix, like, a, a system or, like, some software, like, yeah, I'm your girl. But if a computer breaks down, I'm going to call that same line that you're calling because <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, because it's funny. Like, sometimes when we have to share our screens at work, which we haven't had to because you know, we're not, we're not allowed to have um, conference meetings anymore or any, really any type of meetings. And even before we used to have like open door policy meetings. So um, mm-hmm. like where we had it in the back where everyone was like, not, I guess not welcome to come and sit down. But if you needed a manager, then you were welcome to like, hey, I need to see you or something. But yeah, now we're not even, they're not allowing us to do really anything like we just have to stay in our own little bubble at work um because mm-hmm. you don't have to go into the office do you no it's pretty much all virtual there is a subset of people that work on like the pos systems like um like the registers and stuff so, like technology that goes in for the restaurants like they have to actually go test it in a lab but I don't have to do any of that important stuff, so I can work at home. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, see, I, I still have to go in, and, I, I mean, which I was put out of work for, like, three months, and then they brought us back. So I'm, I'm fortunate that, you know, I was able to go back because not everyone was able to go back. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to be back. You know, it was all, it was a good it was a good break because I didn't have to work from home. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. it. But um, so I guess I'm going to I'm just going to go ahead and ask because I again, just the research that I have to do. Um, and, you know, if, if you do follow Nakia, because um, I think I do have like a couple of followers that may follow you already, Nakia, um, you may know where she works at and. I obviously, you know, I asked you this before. Um, there has been times where you've posted on your social media of certain comments made towards. I I really don't know, like, were they if they were directly made towards you, um, or you know, kind of I guess like quote unquote behind your back or, you know, things like that, but. I really would like to know, I guess, more in general, like, how it is just being a woman in this profession, in this professional field that you're in, in this career that you're in, and I guess what a woman may have to 
space and you know you could really talk about anything that you want this is an open space like if you want to be like hey just because I'm a woman and also a minority and you know it may be this certain way because I think um, I think it's important for people to know if they want to go into a certain profession or career or field um, just kind of sort of what they're up against you know Um, but I feel like this again this is just me looking at it from me looking you know at it through your social media and stuff like that like I feel like God just has blessed you with so many great opportunities. Not saying that you haven't had your challenges, but I, I think that it's been very uh, a good um, good blessings going your way, um, you know, with everything. Yeah. And again, not saying that you haven't had your challenges or haven't had to work 10 times harder than, you know, the person next to you, but that's just how I see it. And I feel like, you are a very blessed person, but you are also a great person. You show your work ethic, you know. I think that that's very important to to know and your passion. Like I said, right now, just hearing it, hearing it come out of your mouth, like you could just hear the passion that you have for what you do. Um, so yeah, if just really anything as a woman, as a minority woman, like any challenges that you may have had. Yeah, I would love to share. Um, So, not a ton has happened at my current company, but I will say just being a a woman in technology, um, it is a male-dominated field, as many are. Like, I think law is a male-dominated field, and being like doctors or the medical field is male-dominated. So, um, it's not specific to IT, but for sure, it's, it's definitely something I've experienced. And when I was maybe a year out of college, um, I was in, when I was working in Houston, I was on this a cybersecurity team and cybersecurity is even more male dominated than IT in general. It's just a very technical hands-on field that you know you really don't see a lot of women going into and we were in an all-day session together and I just realized that nobody was really trusting me to do any of the hard work like they tried to make me the note taker or the secretary or the oh Nikia go can you go get us donuts or something and I was like I am (laughs) I'm a member of this leadership program like I'm not here to be you know a anybody's you know admin or anything like that so I decided we were we were having these interviews with different people in the business and we were having to draw out these very technical diagrams on the whiteboard basically just listing out okay here's where the firewall is or here's where the router is Um, so just really technical diagrams and I stopped waiting for permission And I just started going up there and writing on the board to just prove to them, like, hey, just because I'm a girl, even though they would never say that, but I feel like it was that that bias. You know, everybody has biases, but I think it's when you act on those biases is when it becomes hurtful um, in a work environment. And actually, on the last day, what I assumed to be a bias was proven true because 
we were getting feedback from our leader. Um, he was like the, the leader of the program, and he was just thanking the team for their efforts, and wow, we got so much done in the past two days. And I'll never forget, he looked at me, and he said, Nakia, you are just so organized. You're going to make a great admin to a leader one day. <gasps> and when I tell you, like, everybody in the room, you can hear a pin drop, and it was so much tension because he said it in front of everybody and people were looking at me like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe he just said that. And I remember it was like, people wanted to take up for me, but because the person who said it was such a, you know, a, an important leader in the company, I don't think anybody was going to do that. So I had to stand up for myself and I said, Hey, I appreciate that. And there's nothing wrong with being an admin. However, I am not going through a leadership program in digital technology to be an admin. I'm going through a leadership program to be a leader. <laughs> and so he completely changed his tune after that, and he just apologized and said, oh, I didn't mean it like that. And, of course, in my head, I was like, I, I think you did. But <laughs> um, that was a very awkward experience and even afterwards people came up to me and said I'm so sorry that that happened to you but you know I just that was one of my first opportunities to really stand up for myself because I truly feel like in some it's in corporate America sometimes you do have to look out for yourself take up for yourself and and really do your best to um, call out bias and you know even racism when you see it and so that was like my first opportunity to do that so it was a really crazy experience but I learned a lot from it and I felt really empowered as well just having the courage to stand up for myself and say hey like you know I don't agree with what you just said and here's what I expect in the future so yeah that's just one example I just I still can't believe <laughs> I what literally when you said that right now like my jaw dropped like I was like thank god I wasn't holding anything because I mean yeah like I don't even know like I have no word I mean I have words but <laughs> I have no words like if that was said in front of me like I just don't even know what would happen like I would probably come home let my husband know and be like I, I gotta leave like this was set yeah. at work like you know and obviously you don't want to like when you're doing a program like like this I think sometimes people in leadership talk out of their butts <laughs> and they right. also forget like these like recent grads that are doing these programs are depending on these programs to get the experience that they want and need in order to move forward and be a leader in these companies. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, I don't know. I, so I'm, yeah, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I, I feel like you probably obviously don't want like pity or anything. You're just like, I mean, I just want people to know, like, it's okay to stand up for yourself. Um, yeah. And, and it, it's, yeah, I, I I absolutely just dislike that. Um, you know, I I'm trying, and now it makes me feel some type of way because I'm like, you know, right now I am an admin, but it's like I know in certain things, like I have to be in a certain place 
you know, to move forward and move up if I want to move up and, you know, decide to later apply for certain things. So it's just kind of like, dang, like, I wonder what, yeah, I'm just like, I wonder what he thinks of like certain people now, you know, that, that are in certain roles and stuff. And yeah, but I just, yeah, I, I feel like that's just very disrespectful and unnecessary to say to someone, you know, um, but I'm, I'm glad that you like spoke up and that you said what you said, because I think that's very important also in the workplace. Um, especially now, you know, I think that we shouldn't have to tolerate like anything, certain things that are said to us, or if they are said to us, like, I just don't think like right now, I have no patience. If someone was to say certain things, like I would just be like this. I don't even care what they say about it. I'll be like, this person said this. Like, that's that. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, I also think, like, I, so I was recently on a panel at work, and I chose not to share that story because I didn't want anybody who was an admin to feel like, you know, like I didn't, I just didn't know how an admin would take that. But at, at this previous company that I worked for, being an admin was literally just like setting up meetings for people, you know, like, and I, in the company that I work for now, admins have so much responsibility. Like they're basically influencers. Like whenever the leader is not there, they have to basically speak for the leader. You know, it's like they have to, they have to know the business. They can't just be note takers or as, as this leader at my previous company was insinuating. And so, you know, I just, that was just really, you know, so I, I, I give that context to say, like, at this company, there was a perception about admins that is not even true, you know, mm-hmm. like, it, it is really hard work to be an admin, but it, in this particular culture, it was frowned upon, and so, like, for him to project that onto me, everyone was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you just said that. But, you know, I'm really glad it happened because it wasn't the last time that something like that happened, and I'm sure there will be more um, things like that that I have to deal with in the future. So it's, it's just a part of being a minority um, in the corporate space, or really in any space. Yeah, yeah, and that it, it, I can really attest to that, that because like I said, I'm in, I'm an admin. Um, so not only to the team, but also to like my manager. And then sometimes I work really close with our general manager, our GM, like my cubicle is actually like right outside of his office. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's way more than like people, people are like, Oh, well, I'm just an admin. Like I'll be, filing papers and doing this and it's like no because sometimes like your manager will throw on work on you like their work which you know they already have a lot of work and if they can't get done with something then they'll definitely like hand it down to you and it's like you've got to know you know how to do certain things um friday it it was kind of not crazy but like I had to leave early. I my manager wasn't there. Our our MT wasn't there, which is like our train um our management trainee person and 
So, like, it was kind of like, well, who's the next person down type thing? And it's like, okay, Brenda, like, we need to, we need to know this, this, and this. And, yeah, it was just kind of, for a little bit, it was crazy. But, yeah, that is very true. Like, you have to know um, certain things. Like, okay, well, what about, you know, for example, like me, I have to know about certain accounts and stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Like, I thought at first it was going to be easy, but no, it's, it's it's a lot that you have to know but i feel like it'll, yeah. it'll give me you know i feel like it, it it will give me the confidence if one day i decide to apply for like a leadership role what well, it's kind of be like well i already kind of know how to do this you know and i could teach the next person that may want to come into this role and me move up and so yeah i i i see it like it's a learning experience there's always something new to learn um, and I, I enjoy it, you know, like, again, um, I, I do kind of enjoy what I do, I guess you could say, uh, every day is different for sure. Um, mm -hmm. but it's, it's very, it, it's, it, it teaches me new things every day. Um, yeah. and yeah, but I feel like, like you said, you're like, this kind of prepared me for what may come next. <laughs> like it wasn't the first time or nor will it be the last and just it'll just prepare me for the next time and I think um some people don't think of certain things like that like they just may be like well it's gonna be go in do my work leave but no it's like you have to also communicate with other people other things may come arise and yeah it's it's very it it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but I feel like you're, you're a really smart person. And again, I think that people, if you're smart out there, they have seen it. It's like, you know, like the dean from the school that invited you to be part of that board. I think that's amazing. Um, cause when I, when I saw the board, cause I think I think you had posted it on um, social media, like the pictures of the everyone on the board. Um, mm -hmm. And I was just like, that's so amazing. Like you were the youngest one on there, I believe. <laughs> but that's, that's <laughs> amazing. Like that's so amazing because it's like, we need more people like you to be in these boards, you know, to bring a new view to certain things. Um, it, like I, real quick Just i'll talk about something nakia because you know i'm like looking at the time and then hearing you how would you feel if this is our part one and then we do a part two please be honest with me <laughs> <laughs> listen i already told you that I, i'm gonna call you up for another one so <laughs> yeah let's do it